that we are here at lakers media day the players are already starting to trickle in now we're going to have just about everybody that is somebody here with the lakers that's going to sit down with us at one point today let's heard that maybe you know some guy named lebron james yep. may come by yep. anthony davis it is going to be a great day we're going to talk a ton of laker basketball yeah it's going to be fantastic and this kind of trev this is the start right this is the start of the new season that's kind of how it all begins it starts with media day sunday you were already telling me yesterday 38 times what do you mean lakers have a preseason game on sunday <laughs> against Brooklyn so that obviously is going to be the beginning of it and now we're just kind of getting a chance to see some of the players you see Kent Bazemore you see Trevor Ariza just walked in Mm -hmm. so uh, looking forward to getting a chance to connect with some of these guys in championship pursuit of championship number 18. Yep Anthony Davis just walked into the building as well. Did he wave to you or did he not? Not yet you know we'll catch up a little bit later on here I you know we like to keep those conversations between the two of us Uh, you know we don't like to share them with the general public but no (laughs) it should be a great day and you know obviously we'll spend some time talking about the Dodgers and what they got going on but today is about Laker basketball. And one of the things that I'm really looking forward to talking to these guys about is how important is this particular regular season? Obviously, the Lakers are about winning championships. The Lakers are about getting championship number 18 and building themselves up for that moment where you go into the playoffs and you make one of those runs. So you got to go through 82 regular season games before you get there. So how do you approach that? Yeah, it's kind of, you know, it's interesting. I I think first of all, I think every player and every coach is going to tell you that every game matters, right? Oh, you know, there's not a game that we walk into against the Sacramento Kings in mid-November that's not as important as a game in April, whatever the case is. Yeah, that's a lie. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. <laughs> but this is this is kind of the reality with the Lakers, Trav. I think there are certain teams in the Western Conference where home court is everything to them. The Utah Jazz, if they want a ch- chance again to the NBA Finals, you got to think they need it to go through their arena. Phoenix thinks it's got to go through Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, kind of list out a couple other teams that you feel like home court's going to be important. I don't think that's the case for the Lakers. You know, and, and I know this is the most cliche thing you could possibly say. It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. Mm-hmm. For the Lakers, you got how many guys? A lot of the storylines have been how old the Lakers are from an average age. you got a lot of players been in the league for 15 years plus, everything else. Are they worried about games in November the way other teams might be in the Western Conference? I don't think so. Well, no, I don't think they're worried about them in that sense. I think where it does get a little more interesting, maybe a little bit more meaningful, is this team, and we're going to talk to a bunch of them today, has a lot of new faces. Some of them are coming from a different place back to this team. Guys like Dwight Howard, guys like Rajon Rondo, they're coming back to the Lakers in Dwight's case for the third time. But So there's some familiarity there, but for a lot of these guys, it's new. This is a new team. This is a new everything for them, a new yeah. coaching staff, everything along the way. So they've got to figure out, how do I fit into this plan? Because it's a very specific plan. This is not just, hey, we'll figure it out as we go along. They have an idea of what it is that they want to do. So do you use November, December, January to kind of do these pieces fit better with that piece? Okay, this piece doesn't work so well here, but it works a lot better over here. That's the part of the early the early part of the season for me, at least. Not necessarily, okay, are we the second seed? Are we the sixth seed? Are we the first seed? It's how do the pieces fit together? And, and by the way, I don't think there's an answer to that. I, I don't know. You know, we could all pretend like um, – we could all pretend like there is – a specific player that uh, is going to fit in perfectly, but the reality is um, anything can happen at any moment, right? So if I could sit here today, we're looking at DeAndre Jordan. Mm-hmm. Is DeAndre Jordan going to be the best fit for the – is he going to be exactly like JaVale was in that championship run? I think he will, but I don't know, right? <laughs> you know, like I think that's that's kind of the beauty of this season. 
the position that the Lakers are in, you got a lot of guys that you're going to have to kind of figure out things as you go, figure it out on the fly. And I think the Lakers are obviously going to have to do that. Yeah, no, there's a million questions coming into it, but they all end with the same question, right? And that is, how does this shake out by April? When's yeah. the playoffs to yeah. start? What does it feel like when you get to the beginning of that, as opposed to what does it feel like at Thanksgiving? What does it feel like at Christmas? There's all mm-hmm. these different check-in points that you have with this team, but until you are really close to that playoffs and seeing how they're playing their health, lineups, fit, all of these things. This is a work in progress over the next few months. I think, um, you know, this is going to be one of the beauties, and we're going to get a chance here to connect with DeAndre Jordan. There's going to be a lot of conversation about what that championship roster looked like a year ago. By the way, it wasn't even a year ago Lakers won championship. Mm-hmm. Just going to put this in perspective. <laughs> Literally less than a year to go. The, uh, if this is the blueprint for all that, then are these players going to be able to kind of fit in with uh, with everything else? All right, we got DeAndre yeah. Jordan coming in right now. There you go. All right, so like we promised, we're going to be talking to the guys all day long. First one up is one of the newest members of the Lakers, DeAndre Jordan, joining us right now. DeAndre, so what's it like to put on that Laker uniform for the first time? Uh, it feels good, honestly, man. It feels pretty good. Uh, honestly, my, my favorite color is, is purple. So. There you go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think I look pretty good in it. It's, it's an adjustment of color, but uh, but ultimately uh, I'm excited about it, though. DeAndre, it was only a year ago Lakers won a championship, less than a year ago. And one of the kind of center pieces was they were using two centers to have right. kind of really mixed and matched it perfectly. How do you feel like your role with Dwight Howard, also you got Anthony Davis, how do you feel like you can help this team get back to that uh, that, that that area? I mean, we're not trying to replace anybody. We're just trying to do our jobs. And I think ultimately, you know, with that team, they had – you know, multiple lob threats. They had uh, guys that protected the rim, rebounded the basketball on the defensive end, and were able to keep possessions alive offensively and give, you know, defenses some trouble rolling to the basket, trying to create different options for playmakers like we have on this team. And, um, you know, I think we've done a great job at that in the time that we've had together, and uh, we'll we'll incorporate a lot of that during the season and, and starting their practice tomorrow. DeAndre, obviously you've been in the NBA a long time. You've been on a handful of different teams, different organizations. You've been on good teams, really good teams. You've been on teams maybe not as good. Can you Do you have a sense of where this group is in the progression towards getting to a championship level, or is it too early to tell? Uh, I mean, we have one mindset, one goal, and um, I think that that's really important for a team like this, especially with the amount of talent that we have. We have a lot of guys who can play, who can you know, lead the team in scoring if they wanted to or, or, or different personal accolades, but I think that we're at a point in our careers – uh, where it's all about sacrifice and we're playing for something that's bigger than us. And I think that that's going to be a um, a big advantage for us this season. DeAndre, is that, is that the key? Like when, when you say sacrifice, because on paper, I, I don't know what more they can do with this roster. I mean, it, it is amazing to kind of watch this thing on paper. You got champions, you got vets, you got some youth, you got obviously all-stars. And I, I, is it just come down to – we got to do it for one another. And is that the difference of somebody who wins a championship and does it? Of course, you need health and everything else. But how, how big is that factor? Yeah, I think I think that's huge. I think you do need health. I think you need a little bit of luck at, at times. But, uh, you know, I don't think that us, you know, being able to sacrifice for each other will even come to question. You know, uh, you get some teams that are like that, but I, th- this team, I, you, you don't you don't see that at all. And uh, maybe it's a, because we're at a point in our career where, uh, you know, people aren't worried about certain things. And, um, you know, we're, we're going to take advantage of that. And, and I know that we're all super excited. DeAndre Joyner, uh, excuse me, DeAndre Jordan joining us here at Lakers Media Day. 
you know, you spent a lot of time here in Los Angeles when you were with the Clippers. Right. Have, have you experienced the difference of, of the two of them so far, of uh, being a member of the Clippers, a very good Clipper team when right. you were there and wearing the purple and gold like you were talking about? Uh, I haven't experienced it just yet, uh, maybe because I haven't been in front of the fans mm-hmm. yet. Uh, but like I, like you said, the time with, with LA here with the Clippers, it was it was great for me my first 10 years in the league. And uh, I have so many fond memories, and I, and I, and I loved it there. And I'm sure it'll, it's going to be even more awesome here. And uh, I'm excited to get started with my teammates and get in front of the fans and, uh, you know, start to put this thing together. We used, you used to protect the rim against guys like Russ, and you'd have to guard guys like Anthony Davis, and you'd have to worry about LeBron getting to getting into the paint. What's it like to have all these guys on your team all of a sudden, rather than having to try to defend them like you've had, like you've done your entire career? It feels a, a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> it feels it feels a lot better to have these guys as teammates now, um, because you know how tough it is out there on the on the floor guarding them, and even you know going against them. You know LeBron is so smart, uh, offensively and defensively. He's in the right spot a lot of the times same with 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 ad and russ is just so athletic on both ends of the floor that they cause a lot of problems and just be able to have those guys on one team and um be able to benefit off of what those guys bring to the floor is is going to be amazing for not only me but for all of us Jenry, what's it going to be like for to really have full arenas for the first time since going you know obviously the bubble's a whole nother situation last season was unique in its own right but this is as close to normal as we've been in a few seasons i think it'll be great especially for for home teams again um you know you'll be able to feed off that energy feed off the crowd um especially here in la at staples uh you know i'm, I'm sure that these fans are so excited and ready to get back into the arena and, and cheer us on and be there live and when we're when we're out there playing and um you know that that's going to be great for us. All right, uh, Brooklyn, did you bring the, the game plan from Brooklyn? <laughs> Is there anything left behind? Um, now, to, to, to ask that, obviously both Brooklyn and L.A., and that's not to disrespect any of these other teams out there, but they're so loaded, both your roster and that roster. Right. Do you, do you pay much attention to what other teams are doing? Do you pay attention? Obviously, you were just in Brooklyn. Does that come into play at all? Or once you're on another squad, you pay no attention. You just worry about your team. I think that's what it is. You, you pay attention to your team. Obviously, you know, you have a lot of teams out there that are, are going to be able to contend for a title. But I think we're such a new group. We're focused on us gelling and our chemistry and us building camaraderie right now. Um, and then, you know, throughout the season, you definitely look at teams and, you know, try to picture things down the road. But I think now it's all about us focusing on us and, and building here. DeAndre, quick, very quickly, have any Dodger fans seen that Houston Astros tattoo on your shoulder yet? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. When we played in the World Series here in 17, I was at the games, and that's when I was on the Clippers. And, um I, I heard an earful. You know, like, how can you root for the Astros? I'm like, I'm from yeah, Houston. From Houston. Like, what, do you, what do you expect? Like, come on, you live in L.A.? I'm like, I'm from Houston. You know? But uh, but I, I heard a lot. Of, uh, you know, I still hear a lot about that. Well, DeAndre, we wish you nothing but the best this season. We appreciate you taking the time, and obviously good luck this Thank year. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Thanks, all right, thanks, thanks DeAndre. DeAndre. So there you go, Al. We're going to have that all day long. Uh, we're going to have DeAndre Jordan just join us. We expect to get Anthony Davis, LeBron James, a whole bunch of guys along the way. And I'm not going to lie. I knew he had that Astros tattoo, and I was just waiting to ask the question. Question. I wanted to ease into it a little bit because I knew that's something that I needed to get. Do you ever watch on TV and you say, uh, you know what, if I could do it all over again, I might have had a shot here. You know, if I really focused on my diet and I really paid attention to my uh-huh. uh, lack of athletic ability, uh-huh. DeAndre is humongous. He's a big guy. He's- 
I don't. I think you could have eaten right, spent some time in the gym, worked on your shot. I don't think that was the end result. I don't think that's ultimately how you were going to get there at the end of the day uh, to look like that. All right, we are just getting started. We are at Lakers Media Day. We're going to have a whole bunch of players. We're going to talk a ton of Laker basketball. We're going to get into Don't go the anywhere, Lakers. No, no, no. no. Lakers. We are just getting By the way, it's a freaking good media start. day. Pretty good start. DeAndre Jordan right out of the shoot. More to come from the UCLA Health Training Center. Lakers Media Day on 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. When Al told you to make sure you don't go anywhere, he meant that. Yeah. Because we are here with Anthony Davis joining us right now at Lakers Media Day. AD, thanks for checking in. Uh, thanks for having me. AD, I, I'm, I'm curious, as you come into this season, um, you got a squad as good as uh, you know any roster out there. And just from your experience being in the league as long as you have, what do, what does this team look like to you? You got vets, you got champions, you got. I mean, it seems like you have everything. How, how would you describe the roster? You said it. We have vets, we have champions, we have guys who who has the urge to be champions. Um, and we won't fully know until you know we start camp tomorrow and go through some preseason games. But we look good on paper. You know, the front office did a great job of assembling this team and. You know, we're all excited. Everyone's excited and motivated, um, mainly by the age thing. You know, everyone's saying we're old and, <laughs> you know, things like that. So we're motivated to, to prove everyone wrong. But um, we're also made it motivated by our own internal goals, and, and that's making sure that we, you know, we come together as a collective to win a championship. You know, you mentioned the age thing and that you guys added a lot of veteran players during the offseason. Obviously, you know, you and LeBron have been in the league for a long time as well. Does it factor into the way that you guys approach the regular season? It's a long regular season and making sure that at the end of the line you're as fresh as at the beginning of the line. Um, yeah. And no. <laughs> um, What's the no part? Because we all want to play, you know, and we know that it's, it's going to take time for us to, you know, truly find our identity and, and develop as a team. Um, but I'm pretty sure our coaching staff, Frank, has done a great job of making sure that guys are fresh. Um, and it might not more so be games, you know, it might just be the practices. So practice might be cut short, where it's only an hour instead of two hours, where we can still get our work in but be fresh for games where we, um, you know, able to perform at a high level and or, and having more off days for recovery. And, um, you know, camp might be shorter. So things like that, finding ways to, you know, we still can perform well but making sure that we get that rest. How important is it that you and your teammates are honest with the coaching staff, the training staff, like, hey, you know what, I need a day today or I need an, I need to practice, I need to cut it short a little bit to that communication that's over. Yeah, I think we're going to be having a lot of those days because yeah. <laughs> we are old. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's very huge that we have an open-door policy with any player, you know, where we can come in and say, uh, coach, um, you know, body feeling a little weird today, you know, mm -hmm. you know, and the coach might say, oh, let's sit out of practice then, you know, um, be ready for the game. So um, he, he's done a great job of making sure that we're able to talk to him or if the players can talk to me and Bron, then we can, you know, tell coach and express him, you know, let's cut practice short a little bit um, or let's take this out of practice, no contact practice and things like that where guys can feel comfortable going to games. 
Lakers Media Day, Anthony Davis joining the Travis and Sleva Show. AD, you know, I think about last season. I'm curious. It was less than a year ago you guys won an NBA championship. You come back on the short offseason. Obviously, things didn't go in the playoffs primarily because of health, and that's what it seemed like was the difference. Chip on your shoulder this year is a chip on a guy like LeBron. And I say that only because we know how good this roster is. We know what your guys' expectations yeah. and goals yeah. are. Do you walk into this season a little different than you've done in the past? Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, and, and mainly because a lot of people are counting us out. You know, I have a chip to come back, you know, just from the health standpoint. You know, Bron does as well. You know, we didn't perform on our best last year because of health reasons. And, um, you know, Russ wants to win. Melo wants to win. You know, Dwight wants to win again. You know, DJ wants to win. You know, Malik Young guy wants to, like all these guys have a chip on their shoulder that they have something to prove. And we actually been dealing with that since I've been here. You know, every year it's been, okay, chip on our shoulder to prove, something to prove. And um, we all have that chip, and we have that edge to make sure that we come out and, and do the things necessary to win a championship. Anthony Davis joining us here from Lakers Media Day with the, the idea of injuries. I mean, and you look at you guys, you guys are all in amazing shape. You guys all put in the time. Is it just bad luck? Is it just one of those things that happens to one guy instead of another guy? Is that all it is? Yeah, I mean, uh, and it was around the league, you know, the yeah. entire league last year. But I think it was that short off season where guys didn't get to train their bodies like they usually do in the summer to prepare for a season. Um, you know, it's usually a 12, 16-week process where we had three weeks, you know, four weeks to try to get everything, you know, right, especially us, the Lakers, coming off a championship, trying sure. to celebrate, oh, we won. I don't and, know if you know this or not. Yeah. You guys won the title less than less a year, year ago. ago. Yes, less than a year, said, yes. a year ago. It's, it's, it's right. extraordinary. And we didn't have <laughs> three seasons. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you think about that. Like, we're trying to, you know, figure out how we can, um, you know, still manage our bodies and, and work out while still celebrating a championship. And um, it was just a lot of bad luck. You know, it was honestly the team that had the most health was going to win. And, you know, uh, that's what happened. Hey, D, I, I know I don't need to tell you this, but Laker Nation's looking forward to the season. And obviously, uh, we're looking forward to watching you this upcoming Oh, uh, Thank you. Thank right. you. I appreciate it. Appreciate your time. Yeah. Thanks, Anthony. All right, so there you go, Al. We are off and running. DeAndre Jordan, Anthony Davis. It looks like Carmelo Anthony is lined up and ready to come in next in the queue. So we got a whole bunch of Lakers. And you know what? There's so much of that. He look, looks bigger. Look, yeah, look, I'm not look, kidding. Look. He looks he looks 10 pounds. Yeah. He, well, look, I mean, there's not, just this me isn't, or no. He no, you're bigger. right. You're right. He looks much more. What was the word that Frank Vogel used the other day? Much more imposing, much more physically imposing. But right, I don't think AD like I don't think Laker fans know because they're going to see after today. Yeah. AD looks at least 10, 12, maybe even 15 shoulders. pounds. Yeah. Bigger. No, that's a big man. That, that, that's a big man. But the, the health thing, you know, look, with him, since he's coming to the league, when he was healthy, Lakers won a championship. Yeah. When he was not healthy last year, Lakers out in the first round. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. think that that's a coincidence. That's just there's a straight line through those things. And he's putting in the work. He's putting in the time. He's getting thicker. He's getting stronger, all these things. Luck becomes a factor in some of this stuff that you just cannot control random things. But you heard him. I mean, it's it wasn't just the Lakers. It was the entire NBA last year. And the teams that, you know, went – had much more of an off season than the Lakers. Lakers and Miami were out before you even knew it. Both teams mm -hmm. were out in the first round. Denver was out, you know, early. Now some of that has to do with the Jamal Murray injury. There's other injuries that were in play as well. So obviously there's a lot of factors into that. All right, let's uh, All welcome right, in uh, Russell Westbrook. Uh, All right. Brand new Los Angeles Laker joining us uh, now on Lakers Media Day. Russ, how you doing, man? How you feeling? I'm good, brother. How you? Doing good, doing good. I, I want to play off something 
that Anthony Davis just said, and it seems to be the theme so far with AD and DeAndre. He just said, everybody's got a chip on their shoulder this year. Everybody wants to win. Just from your perspective, what, what are you most looking forward to this upcoming season? Uh, having fun, you know. Uh, I think that's the most important part about this game. People fairly realize is uh, you get focused and caught up on all the wrong things, but going out and having fun. Got a group of guys uh, that's been in the league a long time that understands and values having fun and the relationship of, of brotherhood. And I think that's, to me, the most important thing, kind of what I'm looking forward to going into this season. Russell Westbrook joining us here at Lakers Media Day. A lot of new faces, like you mentioned, a lot of guys coming from different teams, joining this team. How long does it take for all the pieces to fit together before you realize this piece fits better with that piece and this guy with that guy? How long does that take? I don't know. You know, I think it, it's a process. You know, we all know and I know that's a process. been in this game a long time and different teams and doing a lot of different guys. Um, it's going to be a process. Do you uh, know with some guys right away? Uh, sometimes that is true. Yeah. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes you think you know. And as the season goes on, <laughs> you get a chance to learn other guys, learn who they are, learn what they do. Um, and, you know, with that is all the process, and I'm looking forward to that. That's the best part of the, of the year, to be able to learn and understand about different players and what they like and what they don't like. Russ, I'm curious. Um, you know, I, this is more a fascination from my, my perspective. You have 184 triple-doubles in your career. What is it about yeah. your game that has allowed you to be so effective? Not one facet. Like, just kind of explain to it. You broke the record last season. What, what is it about your game that has allowed you to be so effective in all these different uh, facets of the game? Um, just doing what it takes to win. I always believe the game will tell you what to do. Um, and I go out every night and try to find ways to impact the game and impact winning. Um, and simple as that. I don't cheat the game. I don't, I don't um, you know, take nights off. Um, but I, when I do I go out and compete, I give everything I have for that particular night um, and try to do that every night and being consistent. How, how difficult is that? You know, John Ireland, the voice of the Lakers, a colleague of ours here at ESPN LA, has talked about how you're one of his favorite players, that you play at that level every single night. How, do, do you have to talk yourself into that going into the game, or is that just the way that you play the game? Uh, well, pre preparation is key. It takes a lot of sacrifice and time just away from my family and time to myself and times that I may not want to be able to, to take away, but I do it because I know how much impact I'm going to have while playing and what I'm going to be doing. And, um, you know, I take pride in this damn show. Not easy. I can tell you that. <laughs> I know when the introduction uh, press conference that you had uh, about a month ago or so, you maybe you just kind of describe what, what does it mean to you? You're from L.A. You're, yeah. you're rocking the purple and gold. What, what does it mean to be sitting here today and obviously having a chance to be a part of Lakers Nation? Oh, man, it's a blessing. You know, you can't really put, uh, you know, this into words, honestly. You know, I think for me it probably won't kick in probably until like open a night or something because of so much going on. You're kind of moving quickly, 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 and then finally uh, you get a chance to kind of be in front of the, the crowd, be in the arena, hearing, you know, every single – fan screaming uh, for me it's kind of just a dream come true and it's so many different facets russell westbrook joining us here at lakers media day russell appreciate you coming thank by you. thank appreciate you so much it. thank all you right. russ appreciate right. it man there you go right. it's a pretty good start right there thanks again man appreciate you all right so deandre jordan you still think you can deal you gave him uh, a look right now yeah, like maybe. listen look he his fitness is not nearly on the same level as mine i mean just <laughs> looking at what is he six five and he's got a waist 30 30 inch waist i mean that's just uh, a little different and it's just let's keep there, it coming here there's a different there's a different um sort of 
people that are around here right now. A little bit different. Here we go. We are keeping it rolling. Joining us right now, Carmelo Anthony, another newest member of the Lakers, joining us as well. Carmelo, thanks for checking in. No problem. Thanks for having me. You got it. Appreciate uh, appreciate the time, Carmelo. So uh, just kind of get your thoughts here. You've you've been in the league now, obviously, a long time, and you've got a chance to be a part of different teams and different rosters. What's your thoughts? You know, is it kind of crazy look around and there's LeBron, there's AD, there's Westbrook, DeAndre, all these vets you have and some youth. What's your thoughts on the roster? It's, it's a it's a beautiful, uh, well put together roster. Uh, I, I think we we addressed the issues that when Rob Pelinka addressed the issues that uh, that he needed to address by filling in those players. I thought he did a great job just putting this type of roster together, not just, you know, specific people, but just he did a great job of, of putting his roster together. So I'm I'm excited about it, man. It's, it's good to see, you know, me in, in this uniform and, and <laughs> you know, media day here and then, you know, Bron and Russ and AD and Dwight and everybody, Rondo, as everybody's over here, guys that I, I competed with for a very long time in this league. Now we get to come together at the right time and try to make magic. You know, you mentioned it. You've been in the league a long time. You've had an incredible amount of success. You're going to end up in the Hall of Fame. There's all, all of these things that are – you've checked these boxes along the way, and I know you've yeah. said it a million times. There's one box left to check. Is that why you're on this team? Absolutely. Mm. There's it's only one box, man. And, yeah. You know, we – I don't have to sugarcoat it, man. I'm, yeah. I'm here, you know, to have an opportunity to win a championship. And that, that mindset that, that I have, that we have, uh, is, 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 is a very sharp mindset right now. And, and – you can just feel the energy. You can feel the energy when we talk. You can feel the energy when we in the building, just being around in this this atmosphere. It's a, it's a hell of a feeling. So, I, I'm I'm gonna enjoy it. Definitely, I'm gonna enjoy it. How much of that, Carmelo, is you know you're just kind of describing all the names. How important is the chemistry? How important? Oh, that's more. Is... That's that's the biggest. That's the biggest thing that we we have to get on board. You know, and chemistry comes. It's not forced. You know that that energy is not is not forced. So you have to let it take his course and, and let it play out uh you know we, we all got to do our part to kind of speed it up a little bit but you know for the most part that, that chemistry man is the roster is nothing without that chemistry it's just it's just names on paper at that point Carmelo Anthony joining us here Lakers media day you, you talk about chemistry and, and you yourself you know obviously one of the biggest stars in the league for a very long time ton of shots ton of points all this stuff and then transitioning into the role that you're in right now what's that like going from a guy that okay I'm going to get this amount of shots I'm going to get this amount of points to I have a role to fill on this team yes yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely a role I mean in, in order for us to accomplish our goal which is a championship I think we all have to establish what what our roles are and and we will, and that, that that comes with you know the feel for the game, the feel for players, the chemistry of the team. That's that's gonna come. So, for me, the the, the role is always, you know, it's, it's the same. I got to do the same thing that I've, that I've been doing. Uh, I, I think they, you know, they they brought me here to do what I do best, and also kind of to just be that connective tissue between between all the players. So. It's Carmelo Anthony joining us here, at Lakers Media Day. Carmelo, thanks a bunch for Thank coming you. on. Excited, Appreciate buddy. Thank you, man. Appreciate you it. Thank you. All right. Good luck. Yeah, not not too bad. I'll, off to a pretty good start. Appreciate it. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it on paper, it's one thing, right? Mm-hmm. That you're looking at these guys. Okay, this they've added special. Russell Westbrook. Let, let me, they've added me. Carmelo Anthony. They've added DeAndre Jordan. And then you mm-hmm. see these guys come in and sit down. It's a totally different thing. Let's come back. Let's talk a little bit about what that means exactly. And just seeing these guys mm-hmm. in Laker uniforms, what it means for this team moving forward. That's all coming up. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. So there's a lot of highlights so far here at Media Day, Slee, but uh, we talked to Carmelo Anthony. We yeah. talked to Russell Westbrook. Yep. We talked to Anthony Davis. We have talked to DeAndre Jordan. That's a pretty good start. I don't know if uh, you're in the Lakers or not, but to me, that's a pretty good start. Uh, the, the best part so far, though, for me, is that Dwight Howard just walked into our little set here yep, and introduced yep. himself as the octopus? Yeah, that's the, that's. The I don't know the why. I don't know why that surprises you at all. Can I can I say something real quick? And maybe, and you tell me if I'm getting caught up in the moment. This is a special team, Trev. I I just I don't know how else to explain it. And I know you can look back at other Laker great teams. Mm-hmm. Everywhere you freaking look, there's a guy that's been in this league for. Uh, obviously a number of years, but the experience, the championships, the Hall of Fame resume, Look, the this, the that. I, I don't know what else. And, and for all those people that want to talk about age and everything else, AD's thir- 28 years old. <laughs> Russell Westbrook's 32 years old. Yeah. So I, Look, I just I want to take a second to just kind of describe can, what we're seeing. Can I bottom line this for you? Yeah. We've talked to four guys so far today. Three of them are deadlock cinch Hall of Famers. <laughs> not, not. hey, you know, if it keeps – Carmelo Anthony doesn't need to take another shot. He's walking into the Hall of Fame. Anthony Davis is walking into the Hall of Fame. Russell Westbrook is walking into the Hall of Fame. We haven't talked to LeBron yet. Okay, so that's that's a whole other thing. So this is this is what it is. This is what it feels like going into it. And this is before there's been a practice, before there's been a game or anything else. All right. Like we promised, we're going to have everybody all day long. The head coach of the Lakers, Frank Vogel, joining us right now on Travis and Sleep. Coach, it's good to have you. Dennis, how are you doing? Good to have you. Yeah, absolutely. Here. It, is, it is great to be here. We'll start with that. What's it like to just kind of be around people again for the first time in forever? Well, you know, the exciting thing for me is is this feels a lot like two years ago, mm. you know, where we, we had uh, obviously the ultimate success. And, and last year was a challenge in, in every way you can you can imagine. And, um, you know, just having the, the people around on a normal media day just gives me that reminder of what it was like two years ago. So, Coach, we're, we're sitting here, and we've already talked to, I think, four or five players, and it's Carmelo followed by Russ, and then there's Anthony Davis, <laughs> throwing DeAndre Jordan. Is it, is it kind of crazy to you, too, as well, just kind of seeing how much knowledge, how much experience, how much success a lot of these players have had in the league, and they're all now rocking the purple and gold? It's super exciting, you know, and, um, you know, we're, we're a very decorated team. You know, with with individual accolades, and um, what that what that means is we have the ability as a team to do something really special in this season, and um, you know that's the most exciting thing. How do do you coach guys like Al just mentioned? You know, these I just said to him, we've talked to four guys. Three of them are going to walk straight off. Whenever they decide they're done, they're walking into the Hall of Fame. And do, do you coach guys like that differently than oh, I don't want to say rank and file NBA player because they're all great players, but there are non Hall of Fame guys that you coach too, and guys like that. Right. Well, I mean, I think uh, you, you have to extend the, the appropriate respect, you know, obviously. Um, but, you know, the, the great players, they want to be coached hard. You know, they want to be um, held accountable uh, so the group can be held accountable. And they want to be pushed and inspired, you know, just like uh, just like everybody. So, uh, you know, that's going to be the mindset with those guys. You mentioned this, I want to say a couple of days ago on Spectrum, you talked about how Anthony Davis looked imposing, and we got a chance to see him. Mm. 
does he look 10, 15 pounds? I, I'm trying to describe on the radio as best as I can, but he looks as big, and I say that in a compliment. You know, I'm obviously complimenting him. How much different do you think he looks than maybe he has in, in previous uh, uh, preseasons? Yeah, I don't know what, what number it is in terms of, you know, how many pounds or whatever you, you want to talk about, but it's clear that he's put in work on his body, and, um, you know, he looks bigger than I've seen him, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, you know, obviously that was a big priority for him uh, in the off season. Uh, was to change his body, come back stronger, and uh, hopefully have a, a bounce-back year. Head coach of the Lakers, Frank Vogel, joining us here on Travis and Slewa. Coming into this season, obviously you had a lot of new players. A lot of them are veteran players. How do you manage making sure that they're, everybody's getting the work, winning the games that you need to win, but making sure that everybody is healthy, fresh, ready to go by the time you get to April? Yeah, well, it's a marathon, right? And um, you know, the mindset is always going to be to win as many games as, as you can, to establish your identity of, of playing harder than our opponent every night, every time we touch the floor, uh, but doing it within smart minutes, you know, and, and making sure that uh, we build in rest along the way uh, so that we are uh, healthy and, and hopefully injury-free going into the playoffs. Coach, final one. Um, you know, you obviously went through the Orlando bubble, and last season, uh, because of injuries, Lakers don't make it far enough to where you can have Staples Center full again. What's that going to be like this year? How excited are you, the players, just to have an environment again that you're accustomed to? Well, that's that's what you sign up for when you come to, to coach the Lakers. You know, that's that's the most exciting thing is playing in that building with our great fans. Uh, Laker Nation is – there's no fan base like Laker Nation. And, uh, you know, to be, uh, to be able to win the championship was wonderful. Um, to do it without fans, you know, was was difficult. You know, it was disappointing. You want to you want to do it in front of them. So, um, you know, obviously last year was was difficult without fans, and just very very excited to you know to bring this year's team uh, in front of those fans. And I think we got a chance to really go really deep in the playoffs and and have a chance to win a championship. So, you know, that's going to be the goal for our group. One last quick one before we let you go. Did you see Dwight on the Mass Singer? And if so, your thoughts. I saw it on YouTube the next morning or whatever the internet, you know, however I got alerted to it. And I was very impressed once the mask came off about his tutti-frutti routine, his voice, his energy. His energy never changes. Like, no. That's what he brings to practice every day, the games, the big smile, the personality. Uh, but the singing was it was a little surprising. He did a great job. There you go. Head coach Frank Vogel, Lakers. Coach, thanks a bunch. Thank you, okay. Coach. Yep, Appreciate it, man. You got it. I just like that he's introducing himself as the, uh, the octopus along the way. That's, that's, that's my new favorite thing of the day. All right, we keep it rolling here at Lakers Media Day from UCLA Health Training Center. And as promised, we are joined right now by LeBron James, who is putting on his headset right now. LeBron, appreciate you coming by today. Thank you very much. I appreciate you for having me, man. What's up, guys? LeBron, uh, you know, I'm curious. I I was telling Travis this, and for somebody who's accomplished everything that you have, and and we've got a chance to watch other athletes, Tom Brady doing what he's doing at his age, just out of curiosity, can can you explain you're a four-time champion, you're a four-time finals MVP, What's the drive every single day playing the game of basketball and, and what it means for you to still be here doing what you're doing at this, uh, at this level? I mean, it's still burning inside me. You know, uh, the love of the sport, the competitive side. Um, you know, also, I'm going to be honest, having you know, a 17-year-old and a 14-year-old who plays the sport as well and get to be with them every summer and seeing them competing, seeing them getting angry when they make mistakes, seeing they getting excited when they do something great with their teammates, you know, that get me back going again. I'm like, I can't wait to the fall. I can't wait till it's time for me to get back out there. So, you know, they definitely do a, a great job of keeping me going too, but I'm just self-motivated. You know, I get up every single day early to, to prepare uh, for, for this, uh, prepare for what's, what's to come and 
You know, that's what it's about. You know, you talk about you continue to learn. I saw you at the Rams game on Sunday, and Tom Brady's out there doing what he's doing yeah. and still playing at an incredibly high level. Do you look at other athletes from other sports and pull things and learn things about whether it's preparation or anything else that aren't just basketball guys but have success in other fields? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I, look, I mean, Brady is definitely one of my inspirations, you know, and just seeing what he's able to do, you know, in year 22, you know, at 40-plus, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, you know, uh, Messi, um, you know, guys have been doing it for quite a long time and still at the top of their craft. So, you know, um, I definitely look for those guys and see what they're doing, seeing how they're in the pitch or on the football field, you know, and just uh, just gathering more information and more inspiration and everything from those guys because, I mean, we've been doing it for so long, but we're still, you know, at the top of what we do. So, you know, it's, um, it's just very humbling to be able to have, you know, guys like that to be able to look at. LeBron James takes the time to join the Travis and Sliwa show. LeBron, I was mentioning this to Russell Westbrook, and I'd love to hear it more from you, what he's accomplished. You're one of the most all-round players to ever play the game. And here's Russ with 184 <laughs> triple-doubles in his career. For those who don't understand, can you oh, put it in context goodness. from your perspective? It doesn't make sense, man. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. That just lets you know what type of player, the gift that he has, the determination. You know, people think it's very, you know, you know they look at Russ, they're like, well, you know, he's out. You know, getting, you know, nine assists, 10 assists, 12 assists. You know, he can get 10 points. But the determination to go get 10, 12, 15, 20 rebounds. He had a 20-20-20 game. That that's ridiculous. Even, that's ridi that doesn't even make any He had a 20-20-20 game. That's like some Will Chamberlain things. But what would do with blocks, you know, or Bill Russell, they would do it with blocks and rebounds. He's doing it with assists, rebounds, and, and points. And, I mean, the guy's just electric. He's fiery. Uh, he wants to win. He only cares about winning. And I'm happy to be his teammate. LeBron, you ever think about something like that? Like you see a 20-20-20 game and say, hmm, you wonder if one night I decided I might like to try something like that. Oh, man, absolutely. <laughs> and then I'll and then I'd be thinking about, hmm, the way I'll feel the next day, I may not want to go for the 20-20-20. <laughs> AD um, had mentioned it that there is kind of, yes, you guys won a championship less than a year ago. But there is a chip on a lot of guys' shoulders this upcoming season. Partially has to do with the fact that you guys were not healthy and whole in that last playoff run. What's this year look like for you? And just kind of getting a chance to see everybody that's on this roster. How excited are you to be a part of this upcoming season? Well, I mean, obviously the, the ultimate goal is to uh, host up another Larry O'Brien. That's the ultimate goal. But I'm a guy who lives and, and thrives in the process every single day. Um, and it starts tomorrow, our first day of training camp at 10 a.m., you know, Pacific Standard Time. You know, that's when the process begins. And uh, we know what the ultimate goal is. Um, and we want to, you know, try to come together as fast as we can, you know, having new, nine new guys and, and, and build that camaraderie. But along that way, we would not, and I won't allow us to ever shortcut the process to even try to get there. You know, it's all about putting the time and the commitment in it. So, you know, I'm looking forward to that. You know, LeBron, one of the favorite things of Laker fans pastime is to put together starting lineups, and this guy's going to play here, and this guy's going to be the four, this guy's going to be the five. Does it matter to you guys at all no. who's in which position? No, 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 because we have so many intangible guys. we got guys that can play so many different multiple positions. Um, at the end of the day, what only, what only matters to us is the win. You know, and whoever out there during crunch time, you know, is, is needs to get it done. You know, we got so many guys that can get it done throughout the course of a game. You know, but it's not even about, you know, the last six minutes. Everybody get caught up in the last six minutes of the fourth quarter. You know, games can be won in the first quarter, second quarter, third quarter. That's when you, you know, can put the team away, and that's when you can really, you know, hit home on what you need to do to get better and better and better. So, coach, 
You know, I feel bad for Coach Vogel because he has so many options <laughs> he can go to. <laughs> and him and his coaching staff are going to have to figure it out throughout the course of the season. But, you know, it's definitely a luxury for all of us. LeBron, I'm curious. Someone like yourself in this upcoming season, you're going to have fans back in arenas. Yeah. What do you look most for? Do you like – do you like the 20,000 cheering for you, or is there something about 20,000 cheering against you? Is it Maybe you kind of describe the different vibes on each one of those. Um, well, it's definitely different vibes. Um, you know, I, I love, um, you know, the 20,000 cheering, you know, the Laker faithful being there in Staples Center and, uh, you know, being excited about what we bring to the table. But I will be lying to you guys if I said I loved it more than the 20,000 booing me. Um, <laughs> that is – that is uh that is the the, you have to the get all used to that or me. is it just something that you, that you liked right away? Uh, no, I had to get used to it, man. I mean, I'm a you know I got booed a lot in high school. I yeah. mean, um, it wasn't twenty thousand, but I've played in front of you know like fourteen thousand, fifteen thousand, sixteen thousand in high school on the road, and you know I got booed, you know then. Um, so, uh, I, you know, I definitely had to get used to it throughout the course of my life and throughout the course of my career, but you know. That, that's what really brings the most out of me. I, I, I really love that atmosphere of being booed and then you're able to, uh, you know, it almost feels sort of like what what what, uh, what Aaron Rodgers did the other night, you know, <laughs> uh, against San Francisco. You know, you're just hearing them and he got 37 <laughs> seconds to get his team into field goal range. Watch and, uh, you know, and they were going crazy and he's like, watch this. And Mason Crosby just <laughs> drills a, a, a game-winning field goal. That was, you know, you've seen the excitement in Aaron Rodgers on that sideline like, you know, I know I'm from here, but uh, everybody shut up. <laughs> <laughs> we'll end on that one. LeBron, thanks a bunch. Man, I appreciate so, you guys. So Always a pleasure, pleasure to get man. Thank you. To watch you every night. Thank you. Uh, appreciate appreciate it, that, LeBron. Fantastic. <laughs> I love it. You know what I love, Al? I love how into it they get on other athletes, right? Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, like, yeah, well, watch this. You can tell, there's, look, there's basketball players, right? And then there's, I can relate to, there, there are five people on earth that can relate to Tom Brady. He's one of them. And, and, and vice versa. You know what I mean? Just this idea of we can share experiences. We can yep. share what yep. it's like to be, you know, this far into your career and still finding new ways to challenge yourself. It's just it, it's absolutely fantastic. A ton of stuff we can get to when we come back on LBJ. A few things that he hit on I think would be interesting. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Stay right here. Travis and Sleeva Show live from Lakers Media Day on 710 ESPN. I don't know about you, Al, but that's a pretty good way to start the show. DeAndre Jordan, Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis. LeBron James, Carmelo, Frank Carmelo Vogel, there, yeah. Carmelo Anthony. I, I think we, we and by the way, we got to meet the octopus, which is very exciting along the way. So we, uh, we we've got most of this stuff covered so far. This is a this is a good start. I'm uh I, I love you know it's kind of fascinating to me, but LeBron talking about how and I'm sure listen a lot of these greats are like this. He was using the example of Aaron Rodgers this past Monday night mm -hmm. or Sunday night. Just talking about how, no, 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 there's something about being in my hometown. Everyone's cheering against me. I got 40 seconds left on the clock. Let me just go down and shut everybody up. This is what this dude has done his entire career, and I'm talking about LeBron, whether it was when he was in Cleveland and um, fans were just fan based. The Celtics, he had good rivalries with them. Or he goes to Miami, everybody's against him. He probably didn't come into the league with that mentality of, hey, I'm comfortable with people being against me. But he had no choice but to get used to it. Because of his success, he had a lot of people started obviously rooting against him. No, you that, look, nobody, when you start in this stuff. And you can Christ. relate to this because <laughs> you. Yeah, you everywhere, everywhere I go, people are booing when I walk into the room. And clearly, I, I can relate to that That's along the way. The but power it, you have. It, it, it's not just being a great athlete, right? It's being a great athlete that also has an intellect to match. That you can figure out how to turn 20,000 people that want to see you fail 
into an advantage. Yeah. That yeah. that 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 is the special sauce, right? There are some people that go into those environments they that magic, melt. But, but I think Ma- magic, magic. But I think, again, you're I, talking about a, a just a, a different level IQ sports. I think a magic. IQ. I think a Kobe in the days where he loved. Get me. I want people uh, rooting against me. These are the type of people that you obviously think about some of these greats out there. You know, the message that has been sent from literally everybody that we've talked to, and, and I mean, go right on down the line. We've talked to Vogel, Anthony, uh, Carmelo Anthony, that is, Anthony Davis, LeBron James, DeAndre oh, Jordan, Russell clear. Westbrook. Very clear. It, everybody is, we're getting ready for the end. Mm-hmm. We're getting ready for the end. They're, they're going to win games. They're going to play hard. Frank Vogel mm-hmm. said, we want to be the team that plays harder every single night. All this, it's about what happens starting in the middle of April. Yeah, every I, single guy is singing from the same book. And, and I love, you know, for me, it's, you know, kind of getting a chance to watch these guys and listen to them on a, um, you know, on a daily basis. These are guys that Russ hasn't been to a final since 2012, mm-hmm. right? Like, think about that. Russell Westbrook in, two, in 2012, he thought, I'm going to be here all the time. I got James Harden. I got Kevin Durant. I'm going to be here all the time. He's at a stage of his career where, you know, this stuff is obviously incredibly important to him. DeAndre's a similar boat. Um, Carmelo, Carmelo is a perfect boat. For sure. You got a lot of players that sure. have, um, have definitely kind of put themselves in a position where, um, they have now obviously got a chance to uh, to win. Yeah. Former Los Angeles Laker coming in here. Former Los Angeles Laker. <laughs> and UCLA Bruin as well. Trevor Ariza joining us right here. Trevor, thanks for coming by today. I appreciate it. Appreciate y'all for having me. What's I, it like to be back? Man, it feels good, man. It feels <laughs> like I'm at home. <laughs> it's uh, it's great to see you here. And I, I, I'm actually curious your specific role for the Lakers this upcoming season I mean, I'm telling Travis, like, this is a trip to to watch and see all these unbelievable players. And Laker fans know what you bring to the table. This yeah. stage of your career, what should we what, what should we be expecting from Trevor Ariza? Man, the same type of things, man. The energy, uh, you know, the hustle, shooting, defense, you know, just whatever my team asks of me, that's what I try to do. I try to do it to the best of my ability. Um, I just try to make plays that, uh, that we need, like winning plays. Mm. So, you know, a lot of that, a lot of cheering, a lot of, like, uh, being a good teammate. So whatever the role is, it's asked of me. I'm prepared for it. I'm ready for it. You know, you've played on a lot of different teams in the NBA. You've played on the Lakers before, so yeah. you can speak to this. Is it different wearing a Laker uniform? I know as Laker fans, we feel like it's different. What about as a player? It's definitely different. It's, 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 this franchise is, is completely different from any other. How so? There are good ones out there. I'm not going to say that there aren't other good franchises, but it's just like the whole feel of it is completely different. It's like... You know, every day somebody is – every time you step on the court, somebody is going to, like, go at you and give you their best. And you want to give your best. You know, sometimes it could be sluggish playing game 64 in Milwaukee <laughs> or, you know, game 57 somewhere in Memphis or wherever. Mm-hmm. But when you have on this jersey, it's a target on your back every time you step on that court. So every game is like game one. Trevor, you know, just kind of going back to your time with the Los Angeles Lakers, and uh, you won an NBA championship. Yeah. What What is it about when when you win a championship and you kind of look at the the mold of the roster? There are the specific players, but what are some of the other things that we don't know? How much of it is the chemistry? How much of it can can you kind of describe that? Are there some characteristics that you see in this roster that you feel okay? This is legitimate. You obviously got a great chance to do it again. Well, obviously, anytime you're on a team with LeBron James, you have an opportunity to seems to help <laughs> to get to <laughs> you know a championship or or win a championship. Um, but 
I think a lot of it has to do with chemistry. A lot of it has to do with chemistry and striking, uh, getting hot at the right time as well. Um, when teams uh, gel at the right time, you know, and don't peak too fast, I think uh, that's the perfect chemistry for for a championship. And the thing that that our advantage is is we have that experience and understanding and understanding that the season is long and you know, getting too high, too early, or too low, too late, or whatever is not, you know, that important. Staying even keel and, and understanding that the season is long. You know, we have a lot of guys that's that's been in these situations throughout their careers. And uh, just a combination of that together is, you know, it's a good combination. Trevor Reza joining us here at Lakers Media Day on Travis and Sliwa. And you mentioned, you know, you got LeBron James on your team, and that's a good place to start. Mm -hmm. He's been in the league for such a long time. He's yes. played at such a high level for such a long time. Al just mentioned a minute ago, it's been 10 years since Russell Westbrook played in the finals. He's a Hall of Fame player in his own right. Yeah. Is, is there a way to articulate just how difficult it is what LeBron has done over 19 years in this league? There's no way. I mean, I guess the only thing you can compare it to is what the Celtics was doing as a team mm -hmm. right? <laughs> back in the day, you know, and when they had the most talent in him. He's one of those players that, you know, gets to the finals some fucking hell yeah. every <laughs> single year. So, you know, for 20 just, years. It's ex not like yeah. a little six-year. It's, 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 He's Half there. the time for 20 years, you're in the finals. It's that's, extraordinary. That's amazing, you know, and not a lot of players have been able to do that. And just to know that, like, you have someone like that on your team is, is, is amazing. It doesn't stop you from, you know, it doesn't cheat the process at all. You know, you definitely have to put in the work. Everybody has to put in the work, but, you know, just to understand that he's been there and he knows what it takes to get there, uh, you, f you feel like you have a good chance of getting there when you're, when you're playing alongside of him. Trevor, I'm curious to get your opinion on it just kind of as a peer and also somebody that's been a part of obviously this league for a long time. Yeah. Anthony Davis, uh, one of the best in the NBA. He's 28 years old, walking into his prime. Two-way player. What part of his game do you see? And maybe this isn't, well, where else can he grow? But this stage of his career, what can we expect, in your opinion, from someone like that of what his ceiling can be in the league? Man, I don't, it's, it's funny because he just walks into domination. It's weird, though, because anytime he's on the court, it's like you got a game plan for him. You don't have to like necessarily draw plays for him and he can give you 20 and 20 or 20 <laughs> and 15. That's like, that's another rarity. Mm -hmm. You know, that's something that don't come around, come around like that, that often. So, I mean, shit. I mean, what can you say? <laughs> like you can't game plan for him cause he can shoot. You can't put one player on him because it's a mismatch. Mm. What do you do? Mm. All right. So last one, before we let you go, what's the best part of being back in LA that has nothing to do with basketball? My kids are here. There you go. There yeah, you go. so just being here and being with them every day, them coming to the games, now that fans can be back in the, the stadium, that's that's the best, that's the most joy for me. Trevor Ariza coming back to the Lakers yet again. Trevor, appreciate your time today. Thanks, Thanks so much. Appreciate it. it. Appreciate it. Yeah, it, it's it's – it can't get here fast enough, Al, right? It cannot start fast enough. I know that I was teasing you the other day about how you got a preseason game coming up on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, let, let's just do it today. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to volunteer you. You'll go do the pre, half, post, first quarter, third quarter hit. But I think we should start today. Just get it rolling. Well, we had Lakers talk yesterday. I'm good. We'll, we'll wait till Sunday. Let's wait till Sunday. All right, yeah. Well, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Maybe, maybe, maybe tomorrow, maybe one of those other days. Did you know this, Al? Did you know that 85% of people who play daily fantasy sports lose? 
It's not really that surprising, right? Because the game is rigged against you. You're playing against thousands of other lineups, not to mention experts who have more tools and more time, so you don't really have much of a chance. But with Stat Hero, it's the first ever daily fantasy sports book that puts the player in control and winning within reach. I won again last night. Cooper Cup did work. Jalen Rieger didn't do much to try to hurt me, so pretty good day for me. Well, I'll, I'll kind of explain this too. I, I think the great way to, of pointing it out, you, you pick your lineup, so you get to know you get to know who you're going up against. So just as an example, Major League Baseball, if I want to do a game tonight, I know that I'm going up against uh, Guerrero. I'm, I know I'm going up against specific players, and if I decide, no, this dude is way too high, I don't want to play against him, I don't have to. And that's the biggest difference with Stat Hero and any of these other daily fantasy apps. See that blue? That means I won. Yet again, a lot of blue on my page right there, my friend. Put the Stat Hero app on your phone. You name the stakes, winner take all, you have the advantage. Stat Hero showing you in the lineups like Al said ahead of time, and nobody else is going to do that. You're in total control. Stat Hero is DFS the way it was meant to be, one-on-one. -on -one. Play Stat Hero now and change the odds. All right, we're going to get the... Uh, the octopus coming here over go. here right here now. So here this is comes very right exciting. I, uh, the man, I'm the myth, the legend. Absolutely. Back in L.A. yet again. Championship. He goes away for a little while. He comes back. Dwight Howard joining us here. Uh, Dwight, I don't know whether or not I'm supposed to call you Dwight or whether the octopus. I don't know where to where to start with this whole thing. Which would you prefer, Dwight or the octopus? Octopus. Octopus. Okay. Yes, call me yep. the octopus. Yep. He didn't hesitate. No hesitation. Yes. Dwight, uh, you know, it, it's funny, I, and I've, I've said this. I, doing the postgame show, I can't tell you how much last season it was brought up. Man, if we only had Dwight. Man, if we only had Dwight. And it's, it's funny because – you were so key to that championship run. Now mm -hmm. another opportunity to play for the Lakers. Just would love to kind of get your perspective of what the season means to you and being back with the Lakers. Man, one, being back in L.A. is, is the best thing ever, you know. Um, I know everybody's talked about what has happened, you know, the year before, and, you know, this shouldn't have happened and that shouldn't have happened, but that's in the past. And I'm happy that I'm here now with this group of guys. I think if – we were here last year. None of this stuff would have been here to this year. Mm. So I think everything happens the way it's supposed to happen. Mm. And I'm so happy that all of us together are together. You know, you got some of the hardest working people in basketball on all on, all on one team. And I think it's going to re really benefit us, you know, the knowledge, the work that we always put in, um, and just the character and the energy that we bring. And I'm so looking forward to being here and just playing and I'm doing whatever I can to keep this team's spirit high and go out there and dominate, get the fans involved, and just have a good season. I think this is going to be one of the greatest NBA seasons ever, not just for the Lakers, but I think all over the NBA. I think everybody this summer has really trained their butts off mm. to get better. If you looked at all the players around the league, they're really coming uh, strong this year uh, with their A game. So I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be one of the greatest NBA seasons. Do you just pick up right where you left off, having been here a couple of times before? Is it like putting on a, a, an old pair of slippers or something that you know exactly yes. what it's like? Or is yes. it, do you have to relearn it every time? No, man, I love being here. I think uh, every time I come to L.A. and play here, uh, it's kind of like it gives me more life, you know, just being mm. here, playing in the Staples Center, you know. All the fans, they're screaming and going crazy, you know. I love playing in front of the fans, you know, so it was very difficult last year playing without the fans for a while. Um, and then, you know, even, you know, the year before, we didn't have our fans here in L.A. So I'm really looking forward to that Staples Center uh, being packed and uh, just us having a good year. It's going to be fun. Is it just me, Dwight, or am I, did I notice this? Like, you come in here, you're obviously more than ready to play. Does A.D. look a little bigger? 
AD. AD looks like he put on he, he put on some muscle here. Yeah, I, I, is he trying to? When you get married, you put <laughs> <laughs> the good cooking from home, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, there you go. That's that good cooking. <laughs> uh, but he does look great. You know, I'm very uh, happy for him. You know, he, he's coming in very healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's had a great summer. You know, he got a chance to, you know, in his personal life, you know, get married and stuff like that. So I know this season he's super locked in on what our mission is and. You know, how they talked about him last year and, you know, him being injury prone. I think that really kind of got to him. And I know he's looking forward to showing everybody who he really is. And I think it's crazy as much as everybody talked about who we've, who we've acquired this year as far as having Russ and Melo um, and the other guys. But everybody's forgetting that AD is still on the team. And I'm like, how could you forget about this guy? Like, he averaged 29 when we went to the finals. So it's like. He's super locked in, and we're just ready to lock. We're just ready to go. Do I just to follow up on that? How unfair is it when you say that you know there's media who criticize a guy like AD who just look this happens. You know how short that off season yes. was. I don't know how much of a challenge it was for you last mm-hmm. year because of the short. How much of that is uh, unfair to him? To all of a sudden, this guy has an injury, and everybody's mm-hmm. oh well, he's injury prone. Just from your your standpoint. You know, I just hate it because once you get a label, you know, it's hard to kind of get away from it. And, you know, injuries are a part of the sport. You know, as much as we run up and down the court and play in the contact and all the stuff that we're doing in AD, the way he plays, he's always moving. He's, you know, doing acrobatic stuff. He's falling. Uh, so, you know, chances are high for all of us. You know, it's just how well we protect ourselves when we're training and stuff like that. So I think this season's going to be amazing. Uh, I feel like he's going to have one of his greatest seasons. Uh, he's going to be healthy. And we got his back, you know, so no matter what's going to happen, we, we got his back. Dwight, you look around this room, and, I mean, you can just go down the list. Anthony Davis is going to be in the Hall of Fame. LeBron James, Carmelo Anthony, Russell Westbrook. You. Dwight Howard. You. It, you. I mean, this, this is, feels like an all-star team. Have you ever been around a team? I mean, I know all-star well, games. Well, I get that. But well, anything right, yeah. like this? Not during the regular season. You know, mm-hmm. this is like a different experience. You know, we was just all sitting in the locker room before just looking around. Like, Five Hall of Famers on this team. <laughs> look, look who is in our locker room. Like, it's just like a dream come true. Even when we was at minicamp, you know, we was all at minicamp just in practice running. Like, man, we got Russ running the break. We got LeBron running the break. We got AD. We got we just looking like, man, this is crazy. Then we got young fellas, you know, that's ready and willing to come in. And, and, and go crazy. Kendrick Nunn, THT, mm. you know, uh, Veterans Austin. like yourself and Rondo. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, we, we all are connected, you know, and the, what connects us is the love for the game. And I think that's what's going to make, you know, this season very special is that these group of guys, they really love the game. We really love to play this game. We love to put in the work. Uh, we love to compete. And I think that's what's going to make our team, you know, just uh, a little bit more edgier, you know, because – we want to win. We want to compete. And we, we love what we do. We love each other. We love this sport. And that's why we're playing. You know, we're playing for love. You know, we want to show people that it's not about none of the other stuff, the money, the fame, you know, all that stuff. All of us have had that in our own separate, you know, individual and personal uh, games and stuff. But coming together like this is all about love, the love for the sport, the love for this city, you know, the, the love for what we can do winning the championship. Uh, the love of Kobe, you know, all that stuff, you know, I think it's going to really tie in and make us, you know, a better team and just this city. I think this is going to be an awesome year. Mm. You know, I can't wait. 
I see it in my head. I tell people all the time, and I can see it. I see the parade. <laughs> well, you didn't so, get the one the last time, right? I didn't. I want to parade double, so bad. Make it twice as long. I, I want to parade, man. I want to celebrate. I want to have my shirt off. And <laughs> ah, we did it. We did it, y'all. Throw some candy in the crowd. You know, I, I want to run around the stadium. I'm, I just want to, man, I'm, I just can't wait. You know, I'm super excited, and I think it's going to be an awesome year. And uh, yeah, you can't you can't wait to get started, especially after hearing that as well. I'm ready for the parade too, Dwight. So I want to do that. Parade, but we got to do the process first. <laughs> That's yes, right. Pro- process first. Process. Then I, I'm more about the party. Let's just get to the party. Get this thing going. Parade. There you go, Dwight I Howard. Appreciate joining it, us here. Thank you from very Lakers much. Media. Thanks, Dwight. Appreciate yes, it. Thanks a bunch. You, yeah, there, there you go. Right out. We talked about it with everybody, and everybody ends on the same thing. It's about the process. It's about getting to that championship. It's about going there and taking care of business. Yeah, let me tell you, and it, it, it's. Listening to Dwight, too, how about this dude in his career over the last couple of years? I mean, can you just kind of think about what Dwight Howard has done and just the way he's I mean, just listening to him? It's so easy to get motivated by what he's saying. And, and I, I'm not even talking about from a basketball perspective. Like, the dude has just completely changed his mindset. It's mm-hmm. not about him. It's not about an individual. And that's why that's why that's why Laker fans were so it was so tough for them not to have him back and but you know obviously we're going to get him this year yeah okay so he said something there to, at the very beginning of the conversation that I want to circle back to that absolutely I think is a great indicator not just for him but for where this team is heading into the season I'll tell you what it is next it's Travis Lee 710 ESPN